Today's video is sponsored by Hero Wars, which means if you guys head down to the link in the description, you can get a massive reward on this guy's link. You've got a link down there. My link. Your link. Click Your on my link. link. It's an action RPG. You've Come got on. over 130 missions, all of them held together with one of the best stories I've seen on mobile games. I know what you're thinking. Oh, you've seen some good stories on mobile games. <laughs> this is the best of them. Levels, right? mate. Levels to this. There is levels to this, yeah, especially with Heroes and Wars. But the point is, there's a community of over 100 million people on this game. Oh, oh 100 million people. And you, and you didn't people. know. You, you've never <laughs> heard of Hero Wars, and there's 100 million people who are on this game. That, my friends, is incredible. The more you go through, the more skills you learn, and the better heroes you will unlock. You start with someone like me, work up to someone like him. The game right now has over 50 completely different heroes, all with unique skills. Love a good unique skill on my hero. And you've got everything from cyborgs, aliens, vampires, and loads more choices. They're Individuals. They oh. haven't just cloned the same guy over no, and over. Exactly. This is each person bringing a different set of skills to the table. What would you go out of that? Would you go cyborg, vampire, or alien? Probably vampire. Yeah, probably. Uh, I've always felt like that suited me because um, sort of cold-blooded and uh, nocturnal. Now, if you use his link in the description below and download the game, you'll get a super chest. Just like that. That's a super ooh, chest. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Although this is a very different kind of... <laughs> what was that? Don't know. I just what was that? like making noises. Mm, you'll get a super chest with five top heroes and one of them is a secret. <sighs> We don't That's talk good. about that. Yeah. And you'll also get 600 emeralds and 30,000 gold. Just scan the QR code or download the game from the link below the video. By downloading that game, you will be supporting this channel, the content that we make, and obviously helping yourself out. Because you'll be downloading Hero Wars. That means it's a great game. Hero Wars. Put the, put the graphic up. Hero, Hero Wars. Wars. We should do some problems today, actually, because we usually get people sending their, I'll break their, it out. their yeah. problems. Um, do you know people have real problems? People are in court, uh, Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Smooth transition. Good one. No, seriously, the, this, this whole thing is pretty, it feels open and shut, and I can't quite understand why they're going through this whole rigmarole. Well, they're going through the rigmarole because we live in a society mm -hmm. that means you can have... 30 plus years of success, a good reputation. All right, you do some drugs, you act like a rock star. But, you know, drink let's a, believe... Drink a mega pint of wine. You best believe Johnny Depp has been killing the game for uh, multiple decades. Mm -hmm. And all of that can be undone with a sentence from someone. Sure. An accusation, no trial needed, no proof needed. Trial by... Just... The minute you get accused of anything, it doesn't matter. Everything you've done before that, you're guilty. Doesn't matter. She was. You got to admit, she was very compelling in the way that she made the accusations, and the accusations were so. Um, she's. Yeah. There were multiple accusations. She's a very. She was very good at crafting mm. this public image of her being the victim, him being the aggressor. Well, there's been a precedent set there by multiple women who've done this before to very successful men, and let's be honest yeah there's there's a track record of that because there's a massive pot of gold at the end of it you know what i mean you be, right. you either win money or you become the victim in which case you're sort of be set because you know what I mean? because every relationship is messy like very rarely do people just go through life just sort of going oh i love you and i just can't wait for us to just spend the rest of our lives together like mm -hmm. people will have fights and there's probably some form of a 
either abusive or some form of uh, toxic behavior in any relationship from any age, I'd imagine. Because very rarely do people always deal with things 100% well all the time. So if you've got someone who's going to accuse people Mm. and not deal with something internally and go, hey, we're in a relationship here, we need to deal with this. Like, I think you have this trait that we need to address if I'm going to be in a relationship with you. Some people will go, I'm going to go public with this and I'm going to try and ruin you with it. Well, on a low level, we see idiots doing that on Facebook in their everyday lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, you see like, those women. Johnny who, left me and I can't believe yeah. it. And it's because he's got a I mean, chipolata dick. <laughs> well, yeah, you see that. Um, and look, it's men and women, to be fair, who do that shit. But, men, white, my but and, and and what, I, what I want to make sure we say, if we're going to tackle this, is this ain't about men versus women, women versus men. Like, this is a really weird situation that is not comparable to any of our lives. LGBT and I think, people can be. I, I think a lot of people like to attach their own identity to sure. one of these two. There'll be men out there who've been hurt by a woman who are rooting for Johnny, and there'll be women out there who've been in an abusive relationship who maybe are rooting for uh, whatever our name is. Amber um, is what you have to say. But, but, but bear in <clears throat> mind, we're not on anyone's side here. It's either Johnny or whatever the fuck her name is. No, but it's it's... The, the point is, I mean, we'll get on to her, but the point is, is we can't um, pick sides based on what we've been through. That We need to look at this uh, uh, objectively speaking. Or try to be as objective yeah, as possible. Yeah, because I think I've seen a lot of people posting on team men or team women, and I think that's the total wrong way to look at it. Like, these are celebrities. They're not normal people. And I'd say celebrities. I mean, he's a celebrity. She obviously she's got... She's a successful actress who just wants to be able to she got, make it about the craft. I mean, let, let's be real. Like, she's a classic social climber. And I'm going to say it how it is with her. We know her for who's been inside her, not for what she's been in. Right. You know what which I'm saying? Which is a movie... Which Elon, is- Elon Musk and Johnny Depp. Or, like, she's got a very specific kind of man, you know? And her type is certainly not based on looks because... Johnny Depp and Elon Musk do not have the looks in common. Let's be real. No, and the D in her IMDb stands for dick. <laughs> Fully. Um, so that's that's the type of woman she is. And I know that, you know, there'll be people out there who are criticising uh, already because it's like, oh, you, you know, women, women. This is not about women. This is about a woman. This She does not represent all women. But broadly speaking, I do think, believe uh, victims, usually they are telling the truth. But when it comes to a situation where the man in this case, and in often in celebrity cases, um, is far wealthier, far more successful than the woman. And, you know, there's a massive opportunity there for a woman to gain from that, which is exactly why Chris Brown, Cristiano Ronaldo, Conor McGregor, and many, many, many other men out there have had these accusations at the very top level uh, because... As a woman, what's the worst that can happen? You you know, you, or you don't get the money, all right? But you don't get, most of the time, you don't get punished for these um, fake accusations or lies sure. or whatever, um, if they are proven to be lies. So therefore, all right, you didn't, you didn't win the money, but you go home at the end of it. Only when people get punished for the shit that they do, they're trying to do, like with an even punishment that the guy would have gotten if these lies were... He was convicted of the lies. Yeah, I get that. But there's kind of the only issue with that is that if then, say, the person who is actually a victim and has accused someone can't prove it, but wants to go to court with it and 
those kind of things and that's then why it's that so messy issue. so you uh, can't punish the accuser essentially but i guess there is a like a wider it, punishment but if, you, but if you are found um, if you're found to be fabricating i think then that's a whole other level well, and, and, right? that, and that's what we're at right now because johnny depp that's what he's sort of trying to prove and doing a great job at it is the amount of lies this woman has been caught in in court is enough for me to go not not nowhere near as much of this is true as what she claimed you know do, you, I mean? do you think at any point like there was a point where there was no road back for her she made the accusations she sort of she probably made some she thinks she's quite a smart person first of all she's clearly got some most sociopaths do right okay and and we can class we're classing her as a sociopath absolutely okay um there's no love in her at all she is pure cold reptilian villain right even though there are times where obviously she she professes to love or says i loved or johnny was the love of my life what do you feel about that when you uh, these are just words to you johnny depp is a mess of a man this is not me sitting there going he's perfect and she's evil about that do you think he's okay i i I, I think as a as a professional actor he is greatness but is as a in his personal life he clearly has some demons and unfortunately when you have those you are susceptible to be manipulated by sure. by someone who you think is there to look after you or whatever. Um, so I personally feel like she's seen that, knew she was hot as fuck. Uh, and Do you th- think she is actually attractive? Because no, when but, I look at her, I sort of go, mid-level nah, secretary. No, nah, but... Uh, <laughs> No, I'm not even, like, I, I don't mean that in a sexist way either. Like, you no, know, I get what she you're could saying. be a mid-level no, level nurse or men, a mid-level carer. To, like, I'll give her any of these no, jobs. No, but I get you. She's got the secretary look about her in the suit, especially. She does the hair up and, yeah. you know, she's not Ali McBeal because Ali McBeal had like a little, whoa, but she's uh, very, uh, you know. <laughs> You've gone all over with this. Ali McBeal no was a, a TV show in the late 90s, early 2000s. About, about a semi-successful lawyer. Uh, I think she was a paralegal. She, she was a hot lawyer, basically. Right. But yeah, Maybe she wasn't a paralegal. I get. I mean, you Are really got into that. people for ghosts? I'm sort of, you, you had a thing for her, huh? No, it's just more that I remember it being... I was too young to watch it. and But at the time, I remember watching the adverts on Channel 4 and going, There's something cool about that. Yeah, okay. So, here's how I say it. A guy who had a really unhealthy addiction. A few uh, of them, by the sounds uh, of it. Yeah. Drugs, mega I'll, pints. Yeah. The, the, the guy... The, <laughs> mega pints are great. That was one of my favorite <laughs> clips of the whole thing, is when he goes, mega pints. This is the problem, is this trial has been so fucking goddamn entertaining. It's helped, by the way. It's helped him that it's been televised and it's been... Oh, mate, there's no road live. back for her now. Because yeah. there's, there's ways... Of, Why was it televised? I don't understand. There's it's, some sort of legal thing, mm. I think, where... I think they can almost choose where they want it televised. Well, sh- sh- look, you you were going down the road there saying, look, did she just take this too far? And 100% she She did. doubled down, essentially. Absolutely. And went, okay, and yeah, now yeah, we're he was at the point, Now we're at the point where you've got to prove it. And unfortunately for her, so many of her facts are completely wrong. And there's so many lies she's been... I mean, we're recording this today. Just yesterday, we had a, a tech guy... Are we recording this today? Like, right. No, but sorry. Like, <laughs> the, day, the day after... The day after a tech guy has just got up on the stand and basically went, yeah, you know, these the only pictures of any any injuries she sustained, the only proof that she has um, 
the 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 photo edits were done to the picture. So the bruise on her arm, the only thing she's got, pretty much. She dialed up the contrast. No, but what they, what he said was, you can tell by the size of the files that they've been. Then this is not the original photograph that they've been doctored. Now that alone, you're like on top of all of the date mistakes, all of everything else that she's she's been caught up in. It's like my god, we're That's literally such an in amateur a amateur mistake, though. By the way, if you are going to fake the files. Definitely make sure you export them at the right level. Well, what, what, whatever. That's so what? amateur. Oh, my God. What were you thinking? You should be called amateur herd. Yeah, but um, the, here's the thing is, um, you know, on top of her saying she donated $7 million to charity, which turned out to be a bald-faced lie, and then it she turned out Elon Musk to, yeah, and Johnny Depp had yeah. both donated. And you're just like, but the point is, is... I suppose when you're in a couple, you go, yeah, I did that. It's it's unreal, mate. I get home it's, and Flu goes, I had a good podcast today. And I went, yeah, I think we did. I mean, we're just a team. We're just a team. I mean, essentially we are, but I never claim to have looked after our son all day and she never claims to have gone, hey, that was some good past podcasting we did, babe. She's a fucking liar, right? Mm. And this is the thing is, Johnny Depp is not perfect and I'm not saying he's the, gr- the good guy. Can we unpack that for a second? Go for it. So I, I do think you're right. But what I know about abusive relationships, especially having spoken to... Uh, like my my mum about it like she's a counsellor she spoke we spoke a lot about kind of just dynamics within relationships and I often I realise if you go to counselling very often you're not in a happy relationship very few people who are in a happy relationship go we should get counselling just for the sake of it mm-hmm. like um, and I was talking to her about how you unpack and how abusive relationships work and one of them was uh, one question I had for her was like what happens because abuse can be a very long-term thing, right? Like over two years, there can be a long pattern of abuse and it can often start very early on, especially if someone's a sociopath and has got a history of abuse in it, previous it can, relationships. It can right? literally start with a raise of an eyebrow when you say sure. something and it, it, that's where the manipulation begins, where and, it's just like, what, you think that, do you? Right. And like, and that's before you know it, you're being criticised. Right. You're being mentally bullied into a place where you can't then speak your mind. Right. And that's the start. And what is unusual, and it's kind of interesting about the whole, that I was always struck by, be careful the company you keep sort of comment, because the abused can also then get sucked into the abusive cycle themselves. And that's what I was saying to mum was like, how do you distinguish who's the person that's doing the abusing if, it, if you know, shouting goes both ways? It's very rare that in an argument one person will just shout at another and the other person will just sit there sort of timid. So you've got to kind of unpack and unpick very tangled relationships. And that's what I think is interesting about this trial is people want it to be one or the other. She's clearly an abusive character, you can tell, and I have no problem saying that. Like I, I pass judgment on her. I think with him, it is more like he's been sucked into a pattern of behavior a, that yeah. then he's then mirrored, replicated. But try, this, and this, also this in an happening. abusive relationship, people try to find ways to deal with the other person. And very often the only way to deal with an abusive person is to almost fight fire with fire, if that makes sense. Or well, that's the way it would feel. I'd it, it does feel like in the moment. Um, but I, I look, we're, we're, the one thing that I do think that this is exposed a little bit is how men can be abused by women because on, on even powerful men uh, yeah and i think although i've said it's not a woman in a, a, a female versus male thing uh, in this in this sense um you i think men often feel like 
we're, we're living in a new generation where women are finding their voices finally, and that is giving them a level of power to um, speak up for themselves when they have been a victim of abuse, and specifically uh, with men, it tends to be physical be, for whatever reason, genetically, whatever we're, however we're built. It seems that that's often the case. But there is a... Uh, like a silent form of abuse in terms of with left without marks mm-hmm. but and i think we're, we've seen it in this relationship where how a, a man can be ruined by a woman without i mean to be fair ironically there's far more evidence including an admission that says she hit him mm-hmm she is openly admitted she has hit him. And there's a lot more evidence to say she was physical towards him much more, if at all, than he was towards her. Right. Um, so I think that's the, that's the difficult thing is there is a lot of these relationships that I've seen where a woman is just downright nasty to a man and is sort of mentally ruining him. Mm-hmm. But because, and, and just like Amber Heard herself said, Tell them, tell them you're a man. Right. Tell them you're a victim. Because, and that is how men feel like out there right now. And it's something that isn't really being addressed because um, there are more important things, I guess, in, in, in the world going on. In, the scales in, are tipping in the Yeah, because like, sure. you know, I remember when that, that cop killed that girl last year and how women were speaking out about how they felt and I and I totally get that and, and in the in the pecking order it's far more important to address women's safety, physical safety, but at the same time we should be trying to tackle all of these problems and I think that there are um men who just don't feel like they can speak out until it's too late almost and and often you will, and we've we've seen documentaries where you know I love you now die, for example, where a woman basically right. got a man to kill himself, goads him into yeah, himself and himself and too. and you can ruin, and that's a very extreme example. But the point is, is if someone isn't in a mentally strong place, and you are coming from a position of strength or heartlessness, in mm-hmm. which case you feel nothing, which I think is the way Amber Heard operates a lot of the time. She's definitely sociopathic, in my opinion you can ruin someone into a position where they just wither away and wither away and wither away unless they find the strength from somewhere. And I think that that's what we're witnessing in Johnny Depp right now is a man who she tried to take everything from him and yeah. it left him with almost a choice of, I either allow myself to wither away and die, which has happened to many powerful people when they've lost it, they feel like they've lost all credibility, or I fight it and I, and I have my day in court with that. And I think that that's what this is more about. Rather than him winning the 50 million lawsuit, it's about him having this out in public and getting people to see the truth mm. and then make their own mind up about it after seeing them both talk. And I think a lot of people have come to a similar conclusion, conclusion to where we are at right but, now. But also that he, um, how can I put it, like, the guy's the guy had lost everything, like you say, and it kind of freed him up to do that because what other alternative did she? She give fucked him? up because and, she took too much. And it's that level of arrogance, I think, which that that will also be often a trait in someone who's quite abusive. They obviously think they they they're licensed to to give this abuse because in their minds they're better than these other people that they are abusing, and they have this sort of it's not it's not a god complex, but they definitely think they're better than the other people around them, so they can treat someone else in a relationship like that. But that leads to very obvious mistakes. Absolutely, which she's made. Yeah, because you, 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 when you go for the jugular, 
um, it, it leads you, it's like in, in a boxing fight, you know, when you're going for the kill, you leave yourself wide open sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that's what she's done. And it, um, she's, she's ruined herself, it, isn't it? It's, it, it? You know, whatever happens, I think even, even so, like Hollywood doesn't necessarily work in the way where they go, oh, uh, Johnny Depp and you were both in a court case. Oh, and you came out in some way victorious, if she does. Okay, you'll get the movies. It's like she's but that's she's, how she's been found to, right. She, but she won't get that. She, she she made the mistake of thinking they were they. When you make a union with another person and you become some sort of power couple in her head, you, even though to the rest of the world he's had thirty years of success and she's just come along and jumped on the gravy train and he's literally helped get her movies and helped build her star up because that's how a partnership works. She didn't see it the real way it was because, as as a, as what I class as a sociopath, she has this like heartlessness and thinks of herself on a higher level than what she, she is. She also had other plans. She's clearly underestimated him, uh, especially with his drug addiction and that and the mess that he was in. Mm-hmm. And um, what what she thought is, we're going to have a PR war. Yeah, I'm going to go on the offensive and I'm going to leave nothing behind and paint myself out as the victim and everyone will love me. Mm-hmm. And that's. Claiming victim, it's something that's becoming a really unhealthy pattern in society where right pe- men and women is people what you're run yeah. towards that title and they and, and instead of owning up and going look that was a toxic fucking relationship we're both better off out of it you know I didn't behave well he didn't behave well but you know what I wish him well all the best yada 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 let's move on she str- she struck first right ask questions later and um and and she she wanted to make sure that she came off as the good guy in this so that she would be okay mm-hmm. and because of that she fucked up in my opinion yeah, I, I especially think it's become quite a weird label victimhood in society because <laughs> that victim is a perfectly valid position for a lot of people in the relationships that they've been in or in the the place they found themselves and it seems to be a position a lot of people want to uh, avoid right now but it is a perfectly valid position to be in but the issue is it's become quite a toxic word and it's got a lot of connotations now when someone is a victim that the victim probably doesn't want. And I don't think it helps in general uh, society. You've got people ending relationships but waiting for the moment where the other person does something wrong. So So they can feel that, that, yeah. So they can go, right, it's over now. Right. Instead of just coming out with it, you know. And it's quite meta in that sense. Like It's like these people are... That in itself is a lack of strength for you rather than overall in the relationship. It mm. shows a lack of strength in a relationship when you're basically going, I'll wait for them to mess up and then then I'll be able to feel all right. Because what you're basically saying is, I can forget all the bad that I did because they did the bad thing last. Absolutely. And but that is how, that's that's quite an immature place. But, but we're we, living we, in the most immature world possible. Like online right now, I've never been more fed up with the way people are. Like really? it's, I'm, 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 I'm really, I just say through all the bullshit and I'm absolutely sick to death of it. Like the way people get swept up in this and, and believing everything immediately without quite like, the, and that's, that's where the issue is here with um, believe all victims. And it's like, uh, generally speaking, I get the thought process behind that. Sure. But the reality is, in these circumstances, when people have got so much to gain, you're a commo- Johnny Depp is a commodity. He is some. He is some trading. Absolutely. 
and you can't treat that the same way as you would treat Joe Bloggs who paints fucking houses. And I get that. And and that's kind of, that's the that's the other aspect of you can't map on your own situation to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard because those people are operating at a, just a completely different level of cash. The, 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 the guy literally would fly out to fucking islands, get fucking off his face, drink and smoke as Naturally. much as he wanted. And he knew how to have a good fucking time. Do you think, because um, I, I, it's weird, someone messaged me the other day on Instagram and went, I've been cancelled. And I was like, tough, tough break, bro. Like, mm-hmm. And then he went, no, no, in like my village, I've been cancelled. And I was like, okay. And oh, I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Man. No, but, but, and I get it, but there's a, there is an issue there that like his whole world is his village. Mm-hmm. And he was like, everyone hates me. What do I do now? And he was like, it's a bit like the Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing in a way. And I was like, it really isn't. But I get that like, that your whole world is this little village area. I feel like the, the cancelling, it's not cancel culture, but the cancelling of people is becoming, it's becoming a real problem because of the dynamic it causes where you're essentially telling, telling people your life as you know it is over and you're giving them so little hope. This is why Caroline Flack killed herself. Because, right. Because she felt like that was the case, that her reputation was ruined and she had been shamed beyond belief. Right. And she unfortunately could not find the strength to fight it. Or um, the hope. And, may, and maybe that was because she had done some of the things that people were accusing her of. But the bottom line is, is like, even if you have made mistakes, we as a society have to be a bit more forgiven of people if there's logic or if there's acceptance and apologies and and true signs that you are sad about what you've done and want to change or what but that that isn't unfortunately um so here's how it works you get the person who makes the mistake Mm-hmm. You get the mob mm-hmm. who re- reacts to it. You get the guy in the mob who sees an opportunity to further their own career, whether sure. that be man or woman, to by um, making content around that or being the victim around that or using this situation to further their own uh, life. Agenda. Yeah, and that's what they do. And because there's such a reward scheme there, we're always going to have white knights, as I like to call them, mm-hmm. who put themselves out there to be the saviour and the one to say, well, this is wrong and I'm right and I'm I'm the great person who's going to tell you why and, and all of that. And, uh, and unfortunately, um, this is how it works. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not even saying um, I, I heard should be necessarily cancelled. But unfortunately for her, she's left herself with no place to turn because she's revealed just how rotten she is. That is part of the problem is I don't feel... I, I, I she's, feel not, she's not apologising. She's not accepting reality. And that's, that's the key here. That's where Acceptance. forgiveness comes in when you're willing to be wrong and willing to accept what you've done wrong. But from everything I'm saying... Her throwing bottles at Johnny, her throwing punches at Johnny, multiple injuries that Johnny had sustained within mm-hmm. that time. And yet, with her, the complete lack of evidence and the, and the evidence she does have, it turns out that it was photoshopped. Uh, you know, and the, 
the, the, the amount of time she said he did this to me and then the very next day she's photographed looking absolutely fine and couldn't possibly have sustained the injuries that she's claiming. Right. There's so much that just doesn't add up. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm all willing to be forgiving, but this is ridiculous. Now, you've taken it to a point where you've tried to destroy this man and you're lying clearly on so many different things how much can can i ask you about this because i always find this really interesting very often the people who are abusive in relationships have been through some form of trauma there's something bad there that's happened and that will program their mind in a specific way to then either replicate that or that's the only kind of system that they understand it programs them in a certain way why are we blaming someone for being something that we should almost expect them to be if that makes sense and how do you deal with that? Does that does that question make sense? Like, if you program a computer to do something and then it does it, yeah, you don't blame the computer. At a certain point, we've got to judge people uh, by adult standards. And of, I get that, but yeah. even in a, we found consistently, even in adults, adults make these mistakes on a daily basis. And for some weird reason, we treat these qualities as intrinsic to this person. I'm not saying Amber Hood's not guilty, right? But I, I don't like the term guilty, not guilty in these kind of cases because I feel like bad things happen to these people in their life very often Mm -hmm. that cause them to become guilty. Do you get what I'm saying with this? I I think, like, it's a defamation trial. Yeah. And she has 100% lied about Johnny Depp to ruin his image. Mm -hmm. That is exactly... I mean, case closed. I don't know if he'll win. But I'm not questioning that. That's not what I'm... I'm not saying, like... I I think... I don't care if he wins or not. You know, I think he's in the right. Mm. But the problem is, I feel like too much of society is based around you are this person, that person is intrinsic to you, and you'll never get over that. So, you know, you will cast your side. You you can. uh, I mean, I'm trying to answer the question as best I can. Yeah. You can't you can get through it. We've seen that many times where people have come back stronger and being cancelled now is, is not necessarily what people make it out to be. I think we've seen so many people go through the flames and all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's not actually that bad here. And that's why you can sort of laugh at it if you're strong enough in that moment to just sure. go, this is bullshit, but you have to be able to take control of the situation, own it, own up to anything that you are guilty of, and then... But the problem is, is when you do double down like Amber Heard's doing to such a ridiculous degree. She gave herself no other option. And there was a moment where someone recently asked Johnny in the uh, on the stand, you know, how do you feel about all of this? I don't know if you've seen the answer, mm-hmm. but it was like he took a minute. And I mean, he, he t- tends to do that with every fucking answer he gives. Yeah, but um, it makes the trial a lot longer. Um, um. Well. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, but he's very considered, but he, he was like, his first words were what, like, how, how has it been for you to be listening to everything she's accusing you of? And his first word was insane. Yeah. Like, which I thought was, was such a great word. I was like, cause he was like, you know, like the, and then he just went on a, like a, a tirade of answers, but it wasn't aggressive. It was just like, he was like preposterous, yeah. ridiculous, right. like none of which I'm guilty of, nothing, not a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and um, he was like, I've never sexually assaulted her in any way ever or anyone else. Mm-hmm. And like, it was just such a strong answer. And then, you know, by comparison, you've got her there going, well, I hit him because of da 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 and, and She's really not good. Like, you know, if you're her team, the legal team, and she goes, it's all right, guys, I've got this. She goes, no, we need to, you need to sit down and we need to go over this because mm. you, you, your demeanor on the stand is terrible. You look 
look guilty, you come across awfully. Like you are, you don't come across as a nice person. It's, no, it's quite amazing that she was an actress because I've yeah. never seen anybody in my life. Like, I've watched serial killers say that they didn't kill people when More there's, but there's all the evidence yeah. that they did. And I went, you're making me question this. Y- okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like she's she's no Ted Bundy. No, exactly. I'll put that out there. Yeah, and uh, I think that may, might have been what she thought would happen. I can't here. believe uh, she'll have a career to go back. The, this is the thing. She won't. The, she didn't have a career to go back to. Yeah. There is no career. This person's just a bad actress who's probably really fucking Good hot. And, and not only that, but it's she's shy. probably got some. She's probably a nice person or sociopaths tend to present as nice people like they tend to be very alluring people they tend to lay traps for people three to get them in. into a relationship usually it's a three month uh, right. period and then about three months after that you basically out. go oh shit but like get away point, sex, by that point sex has got you're having you. sex you've had lots of dinners she knows what you like you've publicly presented you to other people maybe you're speaking a little bit much from personal sorry she, like I said this isn't about us right and uh, uh, not about men or women like but the point is, by then, they've kind of got their claws in. They're sort of in your life a little bit. They've met a couple of friends. And it becomes a little bit like, oh, difficult to break up with this person. And then, of course, like, you know, you go, okay, well, we'll, we'll spend keep, another six months a, together a, a, or whatever. One of my mates used to say this, like, um, I guess it's a bit like this in a way. It's like, you make such a great first impression and blow them away with kindness early on. Mm. that. And what he meant was he could then rest on his laurels afterwards and oh, not make not make as much effort. Sure. You know what I mean? And I mean, a lot of people do that in a lot I of think, relationships. But I think but sociopaths, what they do is they up it to the next level. So they right. make the first three months yeah. insanely great. A whirlwind. And then it it deteriorates in a similar insane fashion. Like um, Tinder Swindler kind of thing. Like yeah. blow them away with something. Make yeah. them feel so valued, so amazing. Uh-huh. The more I look at that, the crazier it seems. Like the, it's the whole thing. But she, going back to her acting skills, like um, awful. They, 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 you don't deserve another role. Warner CSI Brothers, Miami is Warner the best Brothers will be like, for. look, we're, it's we're not firing you because of your guilty. We're firing you because you just couldn't even be believable on the stand. Like, right. This is your. You should be acting for your life right now. And yet, yeah. But um, the, it's it's the way like it's like. So tell us about that night. And she goes, well, I was wearing a a beautiful red dress. And the, the way she like okay. turns huh? to the jury and 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 performs so to them, whereas Johnny's just very much like looks directly ahead, answers mm-hmm. the question, and and occasionally, you know, he will make. Um, I think the fact that he doesn't come across as over emotional and he helps. He he plays it like. With her, she turns the waterworks on so frequently, and you can see it's just on cue. And yet, and and sat, uh, nobody's got a nice cry face. But and and I know that this is totally irrelevant. But I don't. I really hate her cry face. Like it's really annoying. Yeah, like you really, just because feel- you just look and you think you fake fucking lying cow. I'm gonna be honest with you as well. I don't get like the whole attraction thing. I don't think she's particularly attractive. Like I don't think she's like. Holy shit. You know when you see Angelina Jolie at any point in her life, you go, <laughs> holy shit. Especially like, the bone collector, ironically. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, uh, and yeah, she could have collected your bone. Tell me about it. Anyway, the, the point is, I don't look at her and go, wow, this is incredible. But I also don't look at her and go, you've been in some good films. This is a profile we're building here. No, nah, it, it's not. Aquaman, he, he, Rum yeah. Diary, Drive Angry, which is probably something she she's done She got Aquaman because of him, apparently, as well, you know. Really? Oh, she was in Justice League. I think, look, I think she's a pr- pretty girl and all of that, right? But, um, yeah, uh, 
not 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 worth that kind of aggro. You know what I mean? Fuck that. She really. If you throw this is the problem though is, and 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 this is a, 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 a she was tip, a magic mic a tip or trick uh, for anyone out there who does feel like they're in an abusive relationship, whether that be mental or physical. Tell them no shit actor. Once you start seeing those signs, you got to get out quick. Because the longer you stay, the harder it gets. The first time she threw a fucking wine bottle at you, bro, that's the time to get the fuck out. Any woman throws a bottle at your fucking head, you need to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, because it's... And vice versa. If it was a man throwing it at a woman, whatever. Raise your hands, whatever. You know what I mean? Another big fuck up is like every woman who'd been with um, him for long periods of time was like yeah he's like the nicest guy would never ever do anything like that and then didn't she mention Kate Moss or something she, or she, she mentioned Moss, she basically said me. he pushed Kate Moss down the stairs is like he's got a history of this Kate Moss immediately gets on the stand and he's never hit me ever in any time in anywhere wow and then she goes the London look and then just walks off she's got a real funny voice Kate Moss I, I never I never got why they used it in the ads it was always like, get the London look. Yeah, it was it's like, very much like that. Yeah, she sounds like Amy Winehouse. Like, I didn't expect that to have that kind of yeah. London-y. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Is she, um, she was never attractive. Oh, Kate Moss, you're yeah. really on a, a rant against women today. I don't know if this is a good idea. What do you mean? You're just saying that they're not that, that, that hot. I never got it. I just thought she was too, I thought she was famous because she was skinny. Yeah, I, I, she ha- I think models aren't necessarily supposed to be beautiful in a traditional way, though, are they? Like, you could sure. see a girl walking down the street who looks almost, like very attractive, but almost too attractive so that you wouldn't pay attention to the clothes. Like, I guess that's the point, is you've kind of got to be... Can I just uh, say, I'm not paying attention to you. But clothes. you've kind of got to be pretty, but neutrally pretty, where it's not... Sure. Or ne- overtly. Yeah. You've got, like, that great gap in your teeth. And uh, I think a lot of women have this sort of, like, blend between male and female, almost, their looks, which is why... Angelina Jolie sort of has that. Very feminine men often are selected to be models for that same reason. They've got the high cheekbones and all of that. Right, right, right. Because they wouldn't want me modelling because obviously I'm too noticeable. Do you know what I have noticed though is, you know, if you go on TikTok and stuff like that, you you can see a lot of people who are sort of bizarrely team, like, you know, they team up, they do like the team Amber, team Johnny or team men, team women sort of thing. How, How does that work? Why would you choose team Amber in this? What's the what's the thought process behind clearly? I think I think I, I think there's irrational people all over the world. Like I'm, as much as we've been Team Johnny, I I don't think Johnny Depp is necessarily the guy you'd want dating your sister here. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying he's a perfect. He's a drug addict and an alcoholic, and she's a sociopath, and. Together, she drained him of a lot of his power and and, and basically left him with a ruined reputation when the relationship spiralled out of control because she is a hothead. You can see that a mile off, the way she struggles to contain that anger. Mm -hmm. You see that... And I I don't want to sound like I'm some sort of psychoanalyst, but it's very easy to see the rage within. Like, you can see it on her face half the time when she's glaring at him in the way she does. Yeah, that is really strange, isn't it? Because it's almost like... It's almost like... So originally her goal was to ruin him, right? Take him to court, win the court case. She thought, if I present all of this, I'll win it. She's then adjusted her goal from being that to just being 
whatever I get out of this that is a win, which is making him sad, mm. you know, just taking out any aggression on him but seems to be do, the adjustment we've, here. We've seen, we've all seen relationships before, and this is where it is comparable, I think, where if I can't have him, I will destroy him. Mm-hmm. If he's not with me, I will leave nothing left. Mm-hmm. And I've had someone sort of had that similar attitude towards me before. And I think... You know, un- unfortunately, on the level where Johnny is, he's got so much to lose. Mm-hmm. There's so much to take that whatever happens, he'll never be the same person he would have been had he not have met he did her. Did say that, didn't he? Well, no, I, I, I don't know if he said that. He but, did. Yeah. All right. Well, that that is, you know, this is. There's men out there who are, are women as well, obviously, but who work their fucking life to get to a certain point, and then when you get there, you realise it ain't that great. Because you're literally then a meal ticket, a, 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 a target. And that is why, again, Chris Brown, Cristiano Ronaldo, Neymar, fucking Conor McGregor, every successful man in the entertainment industry has an accusation under their name. Mm-hmm. And, and that is not, and I'm, I'm sure one of them is probably guilty of something. I'm not denying that. But the point is, is the likelihood of every single one of these guys being guilty of sexual assault when women are throwing themselves at these men on a daily fucking hourly second by second basis. It's bullshit, you know, to a degree. Like there's got to be a lot of it that is lies. And unfortunately, (laughs) enjoying that. Unfortunately, um, it's, it's the real price that these men pay where it's like, well, if someone says one thing, that's it. And you're immediately stuck with that tag forever. And I think that with Johnny, there's a lesson to be learned for a lot of successful people, which is if someone does make this accusation against you, I get why you wouldn't fight it publicly because sometimes it is potentially easier if there is no truth to just dismiss it move on with your life but I think there's a lot to be gained actually by going on the offensive now and I think Johnny will have shown a lot of men out there you know what fuck this I'm gonna fight this and I'm gonna come after you and I'm gonna come after you in the way you've come after me and I'm gonna make you go to court and I'm gonna show and and with Johnny there was there's so much evidence on his side and I get that's why you're saying why would anyone side with Amber but I think um I can only imagine that maybe there's women out there who have been through what Amber claimed to have been through Mm -hmm. and they identified with that, they connected with that, not her, but with what she'd said. And they feel like a win for her is a win for them because they might not have had the money to take the guy to court or they might not have had their day in with justice and in their head they're living through her somewhat vicariously. And it doesn't make sense. But I don't blame them. Um, because well, they're dealing with a sociopath as well. A sociopath do- doesn't just impact the person they're with; they impact all those other. They want to line everyone up against these people. Absol- so essentially, they're playing into what she wants. A, a, a sociopath has, yeah, she is. Contr- she's the conductor here, and and in the same way, Ted Bundy had all of those little girls in court cheering for him, loving him, because they thought something that was completely wrong. I, I think 
that is what these people are wrapped up in. And unfortunately, you're always going to get that. And again, I'm not saying Johnny Depp's a good guy. You wouldn't want him dating your sister. The guy's a bit of a mess, you know, personally. I mean, he's fucking gorgeous. The kids would be beautiful. But <sighs> what you don't, and also obviously he's rich, but those things aren't the kind of things that holistically you want your sister to have. You obviously want her to have a good life, but you also want her to be happy and fulfilled. And the likelihood of that with an addict is low. The curse of success, though, is your options become far too plentiful. So, like, sure. You know, we, how many successful men really hold down a relationship that is good in every way, shape, right. or form? Like, I know we look at Instagram or whatever, and we see The Rock living the perfect life, but nobody's that perfect. And if, if you look at yeah. The Rock's missus, she's not what you would have expected, potentially. She's quite a normal person, and maybe that's part of it for him that keeps him into an... Into because... If you look at a lot of men out there, take um, who's that comedian who had the documentary about him, um, little short guy? Oh, uh, Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin Hart famously had issues in his relationship. Um, many of these men have, like Will Smith's relationship is a shambles. Like how many successful men, and Will Smith's an odd case, but how many... The, it, it, Jade, Jade what, is the odd case. The, there, right? I mean, yeah, the, the point is... is when you, and, and this isn't me feeling sorry for them, it's just the facts of the matter. When you've got pussy thrown at you on a daily basis, you know, it's easy for people to judge and go, oh, well, he shouldn't be, he should have kept it in his pants. Yeah, uh, if temptation was thrown at you, whether that be drugs, alcohol, money, women, cars, whatever, how do you fucking react? Because a lot of people in those situations would just turn into a pig. I also think a lot of people would collapse the first moment that they are revealed as that or that they are shown their own actions sort of thing. Mm. And that's why at a certain level, success becomes less rewarding and more sure. painful probably. There's there's probably a happy balance that you can get to. Pandora's box is sort of open by that point. Though, yeah, right? it's gone. You're fucked. I'll read a message out I had like a day ago. Right. Right? Because I get these every fucking day, to be honest with you. This is your BT internet. Um, we'll be installing your router on the 15th. Disgusting rat. I hope you get cancer and die a miserable death. I think they were looking for me. Um, that was at 7.37 a.m. A.m. Good way to start the day. So yeah. have my coffee and hope you get cancer and die. So that, that's sort of, that's a normal beginning to the day. For me, that is very normal. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And as much as I'm desensitized to it, and I understand that these people are mental. Clearly is, but it's, it's obviously not a nice thing to have to But that's the point, point, though. But that's that's normality for me. That is every day. You know what I mean? And, and unfortunately, when you have a huge amount of people who watch you, there will be a percentage of absolute fucking weird twats who... And, and this is the thing. I just want to do content, right? I just want to go about my day. Leave me the, like, you know, make some nice comments on the video. Great. Mm. You know, support what we do. But like, it's the fanatical, weird lunatics out there who, Extremes. who, who, who live for the downfall of others. And they, and that is a, a small, but very potent uh, population on social media. And these are the ones who during a Johnny Depp Amber Heard, they get their rocks off to it because they're so excited by the idea of the downfall of a successful be, person. Yeah, right. And as much as I think Amber Heard is a fucking lunatic, weird bitch, um, 
she's also a person and I don't necessarily want, like, I want her to lose this case, but I don't necessarily want anything bad to happen to her. Right, you don't wish a cancer upon this person. Yeah. A a slow, painful death, as he said. Um, You know, know. but this is the thing, though, is like... Do you think in his mind he just goes, this will be a funny thing to then watch this. No. He doesn't realise the impact. I don't know. I think there's, there's, I don't know. I think there's a lot going on there. But... And And mummy and daddy okay? uh, Yeah. and, And, but this is the thing is, at that level, this isn't my level. So at that level, how weird is it? You know, yeah. I bet you it is really fucked. And you you can't go for a piss in a toilet without everyone wanting to like, oh, Johnny Depp, I wonder how big his cock is. Yeah. You know, like every single part of your life, you are, you know, and I remember um, Rio Ferdinand doing, a, um, surprise uh, that I mentioned his name, mm. uh, doing a TV show back in the day called like Punked or something where you'd, do what a, was that called? Yeah, it was like, it was based on murked. What, murked. murked. That was it. Yeah, you've yeah, been yeah. murked. You've been murked. You're on Camicam. <laughs> so uh, he played a practical joke on David Beckham, but in the in the process, we seen oh, shit, we. It was a terrible show, but you know, you know, Rio's been trying for. Oh years. yeah, I remember this. So David Beckham runs and jumps into the back of a taxi, and the joke is that the taxi driver will not give David Beckham what he wants, and he'll just keep driving him. And 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 the 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 taxi driver was really good, actually. Yeah. I remember him going, "You mind if I just stop in here? I've just got to pick some quavers up or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the fuck. Yeah. I'm getting a bit peckish." But he's obviously there to wind Beck's up. But the point is, is David Beckham runs and jumps in the back of his car as if the building behind him is exploding and he acts like a weird guy like David Beckham is and and that's not because he started off as a weird guy it's because this life is weird you can see the distress on his face yeah because he's sick of being pestered by paparazzi and and not feeling like he can trust anyone around him and that's what this shit does to you and we've normalised this extreme element of like hyper relationships in society and suddenly people think they can just go and talk to anyone in any way they like do you see that Anthony Joshua clip yeah AJ was getting some shit off uh, some uni students uh, saying about Duck and Tyson Fury or something. So he just was like, you know, I'll crack your fucking jaw and uh, you won't like it. <laughs> it's like, no, I get that. Um, I, I, I really rated it because, you know, I can break down an Anthony Joshua fight sure. and, and say where I think the strengths and weaknesses are and make the odd joke. But I'm under no illusion. The man deserves respect mm. big time. And if he's around you, but this is the thing is, if you've never been in a boxing gym before, I guess, like, these skinny little uni students had. Yeah, we haven't. Um, you probably don't understand what he's gone through in order to get to the point he's at, you know. But he did duck Tyson Fury. Well, I, I think he wanted to fight him, but he ended up sure. fighting Yusek, who beat him, you know. Um, I do, but AJ is actually game, to be fair. I think, he seems that way, yeah, but he, you... You know, he's the real deal, AJ. I, I I credit him for that. Like he's a fighting man. Do you ever think though there is a bit of a strange thing about going up and threatening skinny little guys? And I think that, that I think he was doing them a favor. In my opinion, there that was like oh. as a big guy. Even I've had a few little moments where it's not about it's not about you're doing them a favor. You're going. You do know, like. You keep pushing this, it's going to be bad for you. And sometimes I think with today's generation of lads, there's not enough of them who've had a stiff bang in the face, as Adam McCullough says, which is bang on. And uh, they they set their lip off, you know what I mean? And, sure. I, and, that, and that's why there's a lot of like, 
there's a lot of scared kids out there using knives and shit like that. And there's there's now more people trying to get um, people into boxing and and Muay Thai or yeah, like BJJ well, because sure. you learn that you learn respect and discipline and learn not to fuck with people who could fuck you up. Like, there is definitely, and that's what I'm saying is this hyper reality definitely plays with the boundaries of what respect is. Like you know, if you watch our podcast, you watch Logan's podcast, you watch a lot of people's podcasts. Remember when Logan nearly flipped on that kid? Yeah, yeah, that was strange as well. Yeah, yeah, there, there, yeah. There's, a, there's a moment where shit gets real where you realise you're not on the other side of a screen. Like, you're not reacting to a video. Also, no, that you feel that that person is so famous, they've got so much to lose that they're never going to do anything. Absolutely. Because, yeah. And then that's, that's where the mistake lies as I well. Think that's what Anthony that's Joshua a, definitely it's a, it's a he went, no, uh, you know, this public image thing, I don't fuck with it. And I'm yeah. like, Huh? No, like it's he's the worst person to fuck with. You know, there's a, a really aggressive alpha male there. Do people obviously also forget what happened before for him? Like, you know, how aggressive he was. Yeah, how, he wasn't. A, yeah, not a, not always nice in this yeah, way. Like I, his image. The reason he doesn't say very much. I'm sometimes not sure whether he trusts himself to say the right thing sometimes or like to be in the right headspace. Exactly, he's media trained. I think he dealt with it perfectly because if he didn't want to be, if he wanted to say something. He said it. He, he didn't go in there swinging for the fences. Some fighters would have done. No, I get it. I think they got lucky that it was AJ, in fact, because AJ is a bit of a savvy businessman and is a... If, of all the meteoric rises I've seen, AJ has handled it poss possibly one of the best. Like, if you compare that to Conor McGregor, who was punching an old man for giving him some lip, you know, bit different. You know, a AJ with a group of young lads went, yeah. I'll break your jaws and you won't like it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, shut the fuck up. Imagine if one of them went, no, I'd like it, go on. <laughs> but this is, I like the payout. But you kind of got that for the rest of your life. You can go, Anthony Joshua broke my, it, oh, it would not, broke it, my jaw. It, it, this is the thing, it wouldn't be worth it. That's the thing. Right. Like it really would hurt. Big, uh -huh. uh, and it wouldn't be worth it. But that's the stupidity in, in, in some young men today, that fearlessness. It's like fear is a very good thing. Fear is what keeps you safe, is what stops you from doing dumb shit like challenging Anthony Joshua. To you know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I might make jokes about fucking certain fighters or whatever, but, you know, I'm not uh, stupid enough to say certain things in their fucking company. Also, jokes have a time and place, and, like, you know, very much, I think, if someone arrives on a YouTube video or whatever it is, you're very much expecting to have an evaluation. Yeah, and it's and if, entertainment. If it's yeah, if it's labelled, like, evaluation or fight, it's not like Anthony Joshua is turning on and going, this is going to be a loving thing. But, but me. There, is, there is a difference, and when the man's in your vicinity, you have to give him a different kind of respect, because it's, we're right. not here entertaining people right now. You're, you're around me. Yeah. And, and that becomes different then. And it's like Jake Paul, um, who was giving Tony Bellew a bit of jokey banter and saying, I don't know who that guy is. And Tony Bellew said, like, we bumped into each other and he shook my hand and said, I do respect you. You know what I mean? And it's, that's what it's about. It's like, as a... As Two-faced. But no, but that's, as a man, you get that. Like, he's just playing the game. You know what I mean? And yeah, there's Jake a difference Paul's between also me as a YouTube guy playing the game and having a bit of fun and making your joke about a fighter. But in person, it's like, mate, come on. I, of course, I, I wish I was a, a someone who had that career. I wish I was a world champion. I wish I'd done what you've achieved. Well, it's also not only that, like uh, Jake Paul in that situation has got, I know it's weird because the, it, very often you can boil being an alpha male down to can this person knock this other person out, right? I mean, that's literally what it's all about deep but down. Deep down, mm. right? And I feel like I'd have a shot with some of these guys. <laughs> Uh, I, but like the point is with Jake Paul in that situation is actually the alpha 
because he walks in, he's got the profile, he's doing big things in boxing right now. Bellew would probably want to be involved in some of those things. I think Jake... Well, in terms of in terms of business, do you mean he's in the terms alpha? of business? Not he's in the terms alpha. of the fighting. Yeah. yeah, and and so he couldn't. He can tell Tony, oh, it was just it's just me be doing the game. But if Tony did want to take exception to it, he could he could do that, and then and then he becomes the alpha. But Tony essentially knows, no, Jake's got in an, in a powerful young position here, and I need to respect that in a sense. Yeah, and when you challenge another man, like I've had, you know, I've I remember a story. You know, when I've challenged a, a, a bloke before, it was a very rich man who thought he sort of thought he could talk down to me because I was working for his company. Yeah. And I quickly let him know that that meant nothing to me. And, and, and we all walked and, away and, perfectly and, fine. And the dynamic changed immediately. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and it, it's a bit like I always like the scene in Batman where um, someone's talking down to Bane about, I've given you all this money, I've done this. And he goes, Oh, yeah. And that somehow gives you power over me. You know? he, I think he twists his neck and kills him. Yeah, he? he does. Yeah, and yeah. I always like that because that that and, and that's the thing is like unfortunately one of the worst things about social media and the false confidence this young generation has is that it's not only young generation. No, like, but thirty-year-old men that have messaged me like you need to sort your head out, mate. You need your chin spinning. You're like, do I? Please yeah. do go on. Some people start just to like I don't know. They want to. Like I met someone the other day who wanted to be a house influencer, and they I fucking hate this world, man. But they basically I'm not in a good mood today. No, can I can tell. tell. Yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. in a good mood. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad mood. Um, <laughs> and I I sort of struggled with it, but they they just kept posting things about their house over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. But they only had like a thousand followers and they were like, no, I'm an influencer. I was like, no, you're just a normal person with an Instagram account. There's got to be, a, we've got to differentiate these things. Like not everyone is an influencer. Maybe you're a micro-influencer, but you're not what an influencer. A micro-influencer is just a person who has Instagram. I'm, mate, this whole thing is just bullshit and I hate it. The I, Ricky Gervais influence I, thing I, is quite interesting. I want to get, I, I think, I just want out. Of life. Like, do you of, want to have a chat? of the of the uh, the internet. It's it's the internet. Yeah. Have you seen the new Ricky Gervais stand up? I think it's called Supernature or Supernatural. Supernatural. I haven't seen it. Okay. Is this where he makes the trans jokes? Ricky pretty much goes to go out there and say everything offensive. Like he makes jokes about Chinese people. He make or you know makes jokes that sort of allude to uh, you know Chinese people looking very similar or certain people around the world looking very similar. Um, he said. This is the thing is I think he's he's approaching that really perfect age that for him of just, right. you know when you hit that mid to late fifties he, he's sixty yeah, nearly yeah, yeah. and he's just like you know what I'm gonna go out in a blaze of glory here because I'm old enough to not give a shit no but more I, I kind of think it shows like it's an interesting position that a lot of comedians are taking up now where their position is about challenging I think they're fighting for their lives essentially because cancel culture has come so aggressively mm-hmm. at comedians because what a comedian a comedian does is it says ridiculous things mm-hmm. to make people laugh that aren't serious right but what cancel culture is is often taking those things out of context to destroy people and it's, and often uh, attaching them to a very serious thing so yeah. very often like for instance with trans um gender jokes i've I, like i watched this thing i thought the transgender jokes were obviously 
they were well thought out but, but they were they were not I didn't I, they weren't like side splittingly funny like the, I remember when Ricky was early like you know animals and politics mm. like I loved that Ricky Gervais era he's not that same Ricky Gervais these jokes are were weirdly like felt construct I'm not it's not criticism I'm just saying how they were these weird jokes were constructed almost too make that point exactly like i can make a joke and it can be offensive or it can be whatever it is he sticks to the formula now. exactly I get you. yeah he's, he's worked out how to do ironclad jokes that you can't really get him on right while making a point at the same time and he keeps and, going like irony afterwards yeah. and he'll be it, it, his what he signposts at the very top of the thing is like i will sometimes be ironic tonight or i will sometimes you know jokes aren't just verbatim he said that joke and that joke was literal every every comedian is doing the same thing now because they have to because of the way people take things out of context because the funniest thing to talk about is often the most bizarre or most dark thing and to exaggerate an opinion that that isn't serious so uh, there was one guy who um jim jeffries JJ. Okay, Jim Jeffries. Jimmy uh, Jeffries. Um, and he goes like, you know, um, you know, uh, Bill Cosby. Turns out he just loves to rape people. Right. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, you know how you feel about chocolate or movies? That's how he feels about uh, raping. Rape, right. And then he's like, I tell you what, though, if I was to be raped, I would love it to be off Bill Cosby. Right. Because he drugs you first. Wow. Okay. You know, and so he, but he, but he, that he, is... he says ridiculous things and, and that right. sort of shit, right? But the, the the point is, he goes at the end. He goes, just to be clear, rape is a terrible thing, mm-hmm. and I, you know, and, and that's that's how they construct these 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 jokes these days and it's 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 often all the same because they're all under attack from the same people they're all fed up so they're all having to ironclad these jokes and to make it super obvious what they're playing with and, but that's kind of that 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 almost defeats the purpose of it because i feel like comedy and making jokes and def- or definitely where i see it from and this is kind of probably what's got me in trouble in the past is and you like you, you're there to play. But you're that, being a little bit. You are playing with ideas and, and when you're doing. I know you don't want it to be obvious, and that and that's the point. Right. Is comedians are having to make it super obvious. I'm not saying we're ju- comedians, by the way. No, but in the past we've made we've made very subtle jokes that we know are jokes, cool. but we, but we think that it's funny to not be obvious about it, and therefore it makes it more funnier. But it's funnier to me when it, the funniest part is when there's someone that doesn't get it. Exactly, the and that's is, why we love The Office because, right. and not that we're on the level of the office we're but well the point above that is, shit the point is is that's a joke it's called irony yeah the point is is we love we love the office because they're so straight-faced and right. that's what makes it funnier because yeah. you don't know what's serious and um when someone says something ridiculous with a straight face it is hilarious but the problem is now as comedians they're not really able to do that you know i think uh, tim dylan is one of the few who kind of pulls it off at so the moment. tim dylan's got it because tim dylan is in a, a sweet spot but he doesn't give a fuck he doesn't give a fuck but he's also gay and gay gives him a level of protection gay, it, exactly, it gives him this yeah. thing where he goes i'm a minority I, I, so uh, essentially it's like it super cancels out whatever someone and is that's the problem him. is the fact that you need some sort of um you know gay card or whatever kind or of a card, black card or a, to or protect, a card to, or whatever you want to, to call it to protect yeah. you yeah. against cancel culture shows how ridiculous cancel culture is because everyone should be treated the same but they're not we should be treating all comedians under the under the pretense that this person is here to say funny things that aren't serious we should not even have to mention that at the start Apart of every show Schumer. 
apart from bad comedians, I get it. But female comedians, I well, no, there, there's some good. Funny. There's some good com- female comedians. I, there was um, and no, uh, we'll get one. And the no, there was the one with the hair. Oh, actually, do you know who I do think is really fucking funny? I don't know where she's gone. Um, what the fuck was her name? Nikki Glazer was really fucking funny. She had her own podcast for a long time. Comedy is dominated by men because men have big egos and we want to stand up on stage and make people laugh. And I do understand that that's partly down to our narcissism. But that Almost is- Almost 100%. But, and, and that's that's what we've liked to play with in the past. And By the I, way, what, one thing I'm, I'm also sick of, I'm, yeah, absolutely. I'm sick of people thinking that because you, because you have a podcast or because you have a self-interest in yourself, that is a form of narcissism. Like, and I get it, it probably is. But being a narcissist, I guarantee everyone has a sense of narcissism about their personality. There is no way of existing without having any of these fallibility elements to them. People use victim, narcissist, any of this sort of stuff as shorthand for an insult now. And we're all... I don't feel like we've gotten the, the, the discourse, the, the conversation around all of this sort of thing is changing and no one's quite able to keep up with how quickly it's changing. When it comes down to, to jokes and that, like Ricky... Ricky, leave it. <laughs> Ricky, Ricky uh, you know, when he did the dead baby stuff on the last one, right. that absolutely killed me. I just right. remember thinking that. And the baby. Because the joke is about his incompetent parenting yeah. and how he'd be so bad, this is how ridiculous it would be. Mm-hmm. But broadly speaking, when the newspapers report on it, it'd be Ricky Gervais, dead baby, whatever, you know. Well, that's what's and, and that's trans- what And that's what happens with the trans yeah. jokes. Is the, the, in context, yes, trans uh, gender people are involved in the, the construction of the joke, but it's never the butt of the joke. And there's a huge difference. And people like to muddy those waters constantly. Um, you know, we've had it done to us many times. And I'm so over it. You know what I mean? Because it's time to grow the fuck up. The internet, need, need, we, need to, like, we need to start looking at context. And for sure. some reason, that seems to have gone out the window because the more salacious, uh, easy target is what people want to go on, want to focus on when they're being the white knight who takes down people instead of going, actually, is this, is this right? Because right and wrong doesn't even seem to matter anymore. Uh, his stand-up now is almost exclusively based All comedians that. are having to go down that road. That's yeah. what I'm saying, yeah. I don't, because I they, don't particularly I think, like it. I don't either. I don't, I, I don't I think, think it's as funny anymore. I think it's kind of... Well, they're fed those, up. Yeah, like a lot of guys and girls, but more guys are more like, okay, I, I'm not quite sure how I can make these jokes, so I, I have to signpost things. I have to do this. I Don't bother. That's how you stand out. When Tim Dillon goes off on a run, it, there's nothing funnier for me. Right. Because, he ranted about you the other day. Uh, well, well, it wasn't a rant, but uh, he, he was sexting you from his side. He was sexting you, and you were will you? Let's just let's just let say, no, no, no. I want to say how it is. You were a willing participant in um, unconsensual, unconsensual homosexual texting. I mean, it was very consensual. No, 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 Brian. From your side, and this is Tim Dillon um, text raped you. Kind of, yeah. I, 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 in a way. No, no, don't, 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 don't sugarcoat this. Just because you want him on the podcast, and you, then you want that juicy dick. Like, tell me, Brian, what happened? I did say, when are you coming to London? Right, he and said, he t- did you he spell said, it C U M I N G? No, right. But he said, I'm a, I'm a fly you out, uh, um, Ireland, uh, from Ireland. I'm right, like, Ireland. Did you not think at this point? 
there is something else that's going on. There's something I'll, else that's going on here. It. So let me... Let, read me the text. I, I'm going to read it. I'll read it. I went, you awake, bro? He went, I am now. Everything okay? Uh, uh, by the way, the fact that now we know that he thought this was sexy changes the entire context of the oh, whole yeah, thing absolutely. where he goes, I am now. Because I was listening to his podcast and we'd been talking about doing a pod together soon. Yeah. And there was a podcast where he basically had said like, because another comedian in the space, Brendan, uh, Brendan um, Rogers, <laughs> Brendan Schaub, not the, the, not the football, not the Leicester manager. Yeah. Brendan Schaub had basically been, um, Accused of something, yeah. whatever. Not nothing serious, but just you know. And, That's and, still playing. And out. Tim Tim Dillon basically took took it on and was like, "Look, at the end of the day, he could rape me, right. and I wouldn't say a thing. He could he could destroy my asshole and to the point where there was blood and shit all over the bedroom, and I would not say a thing because I want it to be about the work, right? Right. And the whole no. thing, what the whole reason was about, yeah, other people not being about the work. Well, uh, yeah, and basically, I think that's the point that he was in a really roundabout way of getting at was like, you know, I texted him just saying, look, the fact that you, I've just listened to your pod about Brendan raping you and I'm crying laughing. And then he replied, you're allowed to rape me. And I'm not joking with that face. Oh, like that. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's got that one going. Punk squirrel, IPA. And I said, I know you won't say anything because you want it to be about the work. <laughs> so at this and point, then I said, you're texting and then I said, a gay comedian. Yeah. And then right. I said, and I respect that. Right. <laughs> right okay. <laughs> and then he replied. He's, you realise he's probably got his cock in his hand at this Possibly. Point. He said, lol. I said, do you know when you might be in London? Um, he said, I'm flying you here. Did you forget? Oh, I forgot. Who the fuck? Who is this? I'm texting the wrong person. <laughs> and I was like, it's Brian. And he's like, oh, okay. He goes, I'm texting some twink from Ireland thinking it's you. But I'll get the date in the next two weeks. <laughs> I love that. Um, I also love that at the time you, you were... Uh, I played along. You played along. But also the... After you didn't mention any of that bit, but you did say to me the next day, you went, I was just texting Tim Dillon last night. And you didn't tell me about all the bit where he thought that you were a twink from Ireland. Well, I hadn't seen you yet. So I was going to tell you that. Yeah. And then by the time I seen you, it I'd was all the over the internet. Yeah. <laughs> More people should be able to make those kind of jokes, but a lot of people can't. I think even I've refrained in the past. And, yeah, and right? when I watched him, I, I feel inspired to like, let it go yeah yeah yeah, you worry about upsetting people you don't want to hurt people's feelings yeah and and that's not the goal but the point is is like what we need to be able to do is trust audiences trust the people at home to be grown-ass fucking people who understand we're not trying to hurt people's feelings and i think Mm. unfortunately especially a year ago when you had that fucking you know the, the jokes were taken the wrong way and whatever it's we're living in a world where that is deliberately done sometimes where people right. it, where it's not about whether or not you're joking it's about you said this therefore you you're done you I'm, know and also and, uh, the thing that pissed me off Moses I'm going to tell you what you meant that's what annoys me about this mm-hmm. and that's what annoys me about the Ricky Gervais thing is when people go he made trans jokes and here's what he means by that and yeah. here's what that means yeah ex- here. exactly and you know when you've got grown people who are capable of talking for themselves uh it's frustrating and i think that's why 
comedy comedy is in a really shit place at the moment like when you like and the chris rock thing you know chris rock making a very mild joke jokes that you know he would uh, 20 years ago be making way worse jokes you know what i mean and i feel like it's one of the worst things about this censorship and the and modern mm. the modern day with uh, social media is everyone's pussy okay, you know i get I mean? that is there a, is there an element of the reason the jokes feel so salacious and so funny is because we also know that there is a risk socially. So without the risk the other way, the jokes don't feel quite as edgy. Like you need that in order to have the edge, you need to have the risk. And the risk here is that you are risking upsetting someone. Mm. And do you know what, that's do you know, part of it. Like uh, yeah. that's part of the whole dynamic here. That, Chris that, Rock took the risk and he and credit to him took the consequences mm. of it it's just that the, the consequences, the consequences don't fit the crime right you're taking more than your pound of flesh and this is this is the jim the jim jeffries thing where it, towards the end he go he's because he, he swears his head off he's an aussie and when he's talking about the the bill cosby thing and yeah. going on about you know what bill cosby was doing he then goes at the end sorry about my swearing yeah he yeah, goes yeah. do you know which comedian ever swore Bill Cosby. Right. And he was a great guy, wasn't he? Right. And that's the point is like, it's the it, the people who are letting it all hang out, the people who are not afraid to say what the fuck's on their mind and do make more mistakes publicly and do just let it go, they're the trustworthy ones. Mm -hmm. It's the ones who come smiling and are cut, clean cut and always, and always pointing the finger and always in the right. They're usually the worst people. Seen a good documentary the other day, uh, Our Father. Sure, on if Netflix. you want to talk about coming. You heard about it? Where, uh, I don't know about it. I don't really need to watch it. I get. I think I can imagine it and imagine all that it is. So, but uh, please do describe it. Basically. Where's it set? Arkans. It's, it's America. Okay. It's America. It's America, yeah. <laughs> it's, that's Where's all. it set? It's set in Europe. Uh, it's set in America. Yeah. No, but uh, basically this geezer was um, a doctor and he was a bloody a, good one by the sounds a of it. bloody good doctor outstanding comes, member of the community if you know what I mean when it comes to helping people conceive babies because he was artificially inseminating women with little swimmers with his own semen and they were believing that their husband's semen were being used turns out the man had like 50 fucking kids or whatever floating around who so all believed I thought there were more than 50 oh at least yeah I can't remember the number because right. I, at that point I was like what the fuck all these people realising they were related and so many more who probably had no idea yeah right or yeah. were in denial it was or probably just hundreds. didn't want to find out yeah, 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 they, yeah, were, yeah. they were all, and, and, and all close together because yeah. he was in a state you right, know what I mean? so, and these guys. What what upsets me about this is this guy wasn't like a, some John Stamos motherfucker who's really pretty boy. Nah, this guy was ugly. Do you know what I mean? Like an ugly so, guy. And this is another thing. So like, so the women would come in often with their fella. The fella would hand the sperm over. He'd be like, right, I'll pop in in a second. And I she needs to go and prepare. And when he was preparing, she'd be laying there with her legs apart. Yeah. And he'd be in the other room not going to wank out. Here's and then, the issue. Men cannot be trusted gynecologically. Well, this is the thing, though, is, is, is I'm watching it and I'm like, well, surely the guy gets in prison. I mean, he's ruined the lives of so many people. Do you know what they were like? They were like, yeah, but there's not really a law against that. That's the problem. I'm like, should be. can we fucking make one? Right. Because I feel like in the modern day, we should be able to go, this is a new kind of crime mm. where a doctor is producing hundreds of children against the will of these women he's he's on a level it's rape in some way shape what, or form what's the difference by the way between uh you know 
let's just break this down, okay? Essentially, this guy has gone into another room, prepared his penis, then, like, within seconds of him coming in a cup, it's in walked them. in the other room. Mm. It's the same as him basically walking back into the room as he's about to come and going, open those up, and, like, just shoving his dick in and just that... The, the, yeah, so the, it's almost... The, the only legality is, like, the, the, the women didn't actually have his penis inside them. So they them. weren't penetrated, Yeah, but, it, it, but it's it's ridiculous. It's almost He has penetrated them, though. Like, he's done it with his fingers. But, but also but because it's it, consensual. But essentially it's consensual, but it's under a lie. False pretense. Exactly. Yeah. So the fact that they weren't able to go, look, this guy needs to be imprisoned. Like, I couldn't believe that he was getting away with it. He it was, was struck from the record, though, surely. I, I guess so, but, like... It, it, the whole—I mean, I, I kind of lost interest towards the end. But the point was, heard the best of you it. were just like, and like every single time they found a new sibling, and they were like, "So here's the thing," and and because because they were like this this one woman who was like the ringleader was like going to people, and she was like, "You've come up on our radar as like a relative because they've had this website where the people twenty three me sort of shit." Yeah, and 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 she's like. Did your parents struggle with conceiving? And one of the people was like, nah, nah. She was like, just go and ask you. And she's like, mom, did uh, did you struggle to conceive? And she's like, no. Well, your father did. And then she's like, and did you go to a doctor to help? And she's like, yeah. And she's like, was the doctor's name? Yeah. She's like, okay then. And like that sinking feeling of like, you immediately know that's not your dad. And this happened constantly this man was populating and and, and it turned out he was some white Aryan. supremacist yeah, yeah, yeah. who he wanted to um out like breed the the white lion basically that was his thing Strangely, and he was he, uh, he was big religious uh, guy funny old thing yeah good old religion you know the thing with that is you know the whole Aryan thing weird isn't it that's what i find strange because you know the people who tend to be the most clinging on to the Aryanism. Ugly motherfuckers. Well, yeah, and and um, that guy who recently shot up that supermarket. Yeah, that was sad. I didn't watch uh, it. My mate sent me a link, and I was like, "Fuck me!" I I I watched the start of it, and when he starts shooting at people, mm. I immediately switched off because I was like, "This is too much for me." Like yeah. seeing like and terror, and, and it, it annoys me uh, in on a a deep like level because you're seeing innocent women just going about their fucking day and he's just and and i kind of i think computer games and movies have skewed what the reality of shooting someone is because to, you say it from a computer game visual because he's got his camera on his helmet and um how do they even get that I, he was live streaming the whole thing and he just literally shoots a woman and you just see her immediately drop to the floor. It's not glamorous. It's not, it, you know, it's nothing like what you see on movies, okay, so, games, yeah, yeah. nothing. They, it, it, they're dead immediately. It's brutal. And it is like, it's so fast. And it, it just hit me like, fuck me. I just switched off immediately. But apparently he like goes past a white guy and like apologizes to him or something like that. And I was like, these morons are so fucked up. It, it's repulsive, you know? Mm. And I just replied to my mate in the group. I was like, this is the most cowardly shit I've ever seen in my mm. fucking life. And like, you just, you just think like, you're literally slaughtering people like that with no, um, 
no chance of their survival no and and no fairness in that fight is at all you you're using a lethal weapon against women like you also know, a very it, efficient lethal weapon like, i mean it, it's it's a semi it was just automatic semi, or it was automatic e- yeah. either, either automatic or semi-automatic very efficient way of releasing oh, the, bullets from a gun yeah it was even like yeah there was just no chance to stop you and it was Not just immediately it was so uh, frustrating for me I'm like you pussy you fucking little bitch you feel tough do you and um, obviously it's happening in America constantly so we might as well touch on it because it just happened to that uh, school as well that was even worse uh, well, not even worse but it was no, it, it, it felt it, like it, 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 it was kids you know it was primary it, it, school it's, it's more emotionally it's like you know on some level you just hope at least those people in the supermarket had some level of life before they were taken but them kids clearly not and it's fucked up mate and the fact that america uh just keep allowing this over and over and without changing anything substantially and just keep going thoughts and prayers and you're like you know what your country like all, all, all countries are fucking stupid on some level but fuck me how many times you have to learn a lesson mm-hmm Jesus Christ. And how, like, they don't, that's the point is, a lot of people don't see that as a lesson. They see that as a, a, nece- a necessary evil to, to, well, to allow know. them to keep whatever it is that they want. And that's part of but it. But this, is, this I, is the problem, though. The horse is bolted now. I don't know how you get that horse back in. Do you know what I mean? Like, <coughs> the problem is, their solution is, well, let's try and get gun control. And people go, oh, well. You're not going to be able to control my guns. Yeah, and, and, se- and yeah. selling arms is, is a huge thing for America as well. It's part of their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Um, and so unfortunately, they've sort of boxed themselves into this crazy situation. And that's the point is like, you know, it's hard to get a gun in the UK. And if you do, you know... You have to keep it in one place, which yeah. I think is outside the house. The, the key for that has to be kept somewhere else. Mm. The ammunition has to be kept somewhere else to the point where it's almost just inefficient to have a gun. And that's the point is um, in order to show, like, if you did use it, you meant it. Yeah, it absolutely. Is, you yeah. had to have gone and unlocked a gun, unlocked yeah. ammunition, yeah. loaded that ammunition into the gun. You can never leave the ammo in a gun, those kind of things. Yeah. It, it, there are so many instances in America of mothers or... I've only really heard the mother's things of their kids reaching into their, like their handbag, pulling out a gun. And there was a mum that was shot in the leg. There was a mum that I think, uh, it was a kid in the back of the car and the mum had just left the, the gun in the suit next as, to the kid. As you do. And the kid got it, obviously. And kids go, oh, it's just a gun, a bit of fun. Shot their mum in the back with this gun. Fuck me, man. All you got to think is, I guess, differently to the way these people are going into uh, like schools, Sometimes it is natural selection. <laughs> if those are two separate Le- things. Leave it, leave it open. Leave yeah. it open. Was that serious? Was that a joke? I guess we'll never. You'll know. never know. We'll never. You'll know. never know. But uh, you're more than welcome to discuss it on your shit if, podcast. If, if you do leave it, leave a, a gun lying around and someone uses it on you, is it an accident? Is that an accident? Yeah. yeah. It's. Um, and by the way, if you get shot by your own kid. Maybe it start to. Maybe you need to start questioning whether you're gun a good control. parent. Yeah. Maybe there should be gun control. Exactly. Yeah. Like, don't just leave it lying around your kids. Exactly. Don't. If if there's one, if there's the point, you know, like, you know, in the UK, for example, knives. We we have like a knife rack where they're like high up, and we make sure that they're, you know, like a gun being yeah. far more dangerous than a knife. Yeah. 
probably would. What do you do with the guns? Well, put knives up high. Just put the guns low on the floor. Just leave them. I mean? Leave them just hanging around. Where's the remote? Oh, it's just yeah. next to the gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, it is a much more normal thing in the states. Like, I still feel like guns are quite shocking in England. You know, when you see the people around Ten Downing Street and stuff with the guns, people sort of go. Fuck it. Like you look at it and you're like, wow, that is some mm. serious weapon you got there. Whereas in America, it's just more like, yeah, I just got my gun. You're like, okay, yeah, it's that's, so normal. Yeah. And I guess to some people, like if you're living out in the middle of nowhere, you want to be a hunter, you know, if you want to go out and live out in the middle of fucking. Do you know what the they're complaining about as well? In America, literally just background checks. Yeah. They're not even saying take all the guns. They're going, probably want to double check whether this person's mentally sane before we give them right. a killing machine. Right. This is a killing machine designed that, for one thing. That's what it's made for. One thing only, right? So the, the clue is what it's designed for and mm. why we shouldn't give them the nuts people. But that's kind of the point is these nuts people, people then go, nuts people. We shouldn't be giving them to nuts people. Yeah. These people want the nuts. The point is you can't... Um, you can't differentiate between the people who want to hunt with them and the people who want to use them at shooting No, but the point is, is you can do background checks. And if someone has a proof of an unstable background, whether that be a criminal record for dodgy shit or a psychiatric uh, issue, you don't give them a gun. One of these it's kids, not complicated. One of these kids was at 18. A, at a very basic level, though. That's like, what I'm, not, what I'm not saying is take all the guns away because I do accept the horse is bolted. But that is a minimal yeah. ask for the American people to feel a bit safer my favorite thing is also and even then it'll take decades for it to take effect right yeah it would take a very long time exactly so the longer they leave it the worse it's going to be and not only that i think what i found very weird was there are a lot of people who are like we need the guns to be able to protect against the government and i'm like the government have found really efficient ways of controlling the population that don't involve guns like, I don't know if you noticed the last lockdown and stuff that happened. Like, they don't need guns. They don't need an army to we are the, invade places. Like, literally, that is so delusional. Like, yeah. we are so easily controlled. Like, I still can't believe what, what, what has happened in the last couple of years. Sure. It blows my mind that people just handed over their freedom and was like... A tiny mind. Yep. No problem. Yeah. Uh, we're all on furlough. Brilliant. Pay us out. I'm not doing anything. Two years later. Oh, that cost of living crisis. It's oh, where's that come from? Yeah. It's called cost of lockdown. They've just renamed it. One thing I will say while we're just talking about lockdown and those kind of things mm. is I think, you know, when a junior colleague leaves a job, gather 30 people, get all those people together, make sure there's a party, make sure there's alcohol involved, because that's much more important for me than a funeral. I Absolutely. Think it, dead people are gone. You know, they're, they're, what, what is the point? Exactly. What they, they can't be there. Exactly. Why celebrate them? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you should have told them while they were alive if you love them so much. It, we don't need a funeral for you to go and take out your complicated guilt <sighs> on someone else. Honestly, and also with dying people as well. Why? Why be around the bedside? Exactly. They're not. They're not a laugh. They're, yeah, they're, 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 they're only going to bring you down. Exactly. If anything, you might catch something. So you know, it's inefficient for you as well. Good you show. need to have two weeks off work. You need to isolate for all that time. Oh, I can't be asked. Exactly. It. There's no point. Bit of but, a drive. Bit of a booze what, party. N- Nana's on her way out. Yeah. Uh, let her go. It's yeah, fine. I'll text her. This is the thing. She, she's she got a bit of a dementia anyway. She'll not remember even if I do come. Yeah, exactly. And then when she does remember, she's dead. Yeah, exactly. Whereas so, whereas the Conservative pointless. Party uh, having parties, they'll all remember that. Abs- uh, forever. For the rest of their lives. Well, they've got the photographs. Exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, thank God someone at that party took photos. Belter. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll leave it on that. Leave it on that one. Um, 
thanks for uh, for listening to the pod uh, we will be doing a lot more because the football season is coming to a close and we've been working hard but we are excited to interview some really cool people again and this was just a little warm up for the main events coming back with all those great guests you will see on the True Geordie podcast and this is just a little hangout with me and Lars Good uh, appreciate it bro appreciate you Amber hearing me and um, justice for Johnny <laughs> we'll see you later cheers